This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Alright, it's a holiday week, so we do a podcast for you. We're gonna talk about all the things we're thankful for, perhaps. Maybe not. I'm not sure. I say hi to Al Dukes. What's up? Oh hi Jerry. Hi Jerry. Hi Jerry. Jerry, do you have a Chick-fil-A near you? Uh there's one being built. I'm not I'm not a Chick-fil-A fan. Well, um, it's very bizarre. I've, so I passed by. Uh, we went to Gina's uh, mom's house uh, this weekend uh, for like a mini Thanksgiving. And uh, she's out there in Pennsylvania. But we were still in the New Jersey part. And I saw this Chick-fil-A. And the line was the, the drive through line. Yeah. It's a double drive through first of all. And it was so far back. Well, a couple things. Number one, the, I am finding the drive throughs at mcdonald's burger king i'm just thinking about where i am and dunkin donuts have been absolutely ludicrous they're all Uh, all deep in this i mean they're literally 12 13 cars deep and sometimes more it is unbelievable in terms of chick-fil-a it's the one i don't i I like don't get me wrong it's good i'm not i'm not saying it's not good it is good i do not understand though the infatuation with it like my son when we found out there's one being built by us, my son was fired up. He's 16. He's like, I cannot wait. I'm like, why? Just go get a chicken sandwich from McDonald's. It's just as good. And he's looking at me. No, you don't know Chick-fil-A. I'm like, no, no, I do. I actually have Chick-fil-A all basketball season at Rutgers. It's, I have it a lot. I'm like, it's fine. I, I don't get it. I don't understand. Here, You know what the best part, the best thing about Chick-fil-A is, Al? Their chocolate chip cookies are incredible. Mm. And the waffle fries, I like those. Yeah, they're good. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm not. Gina's son as well. He's he's 17. They're always. He and his friends are always going to Chick Fil A. I don't understand. I really, I don't understand, Al. My sister's kids are insane about Chick Fil A, uh, and so what I had asked my sister because I know they go to Chick Fil A a lot for the kids, and and she goes, "Oh yeah, no, the lines are always insane." To me, it's like Chipotle too. The lines to get in Chipotle are ridiculous, and I've gone a couple times. It's fine. I mean, it's good. How would would you rank? Wait on lines for it. How would you rank the fast food uh, chicken sandwiches? Where would you go? The fast food chicken sandwiches. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, Wendy's by far is my favorite. You go crispy or the uh, grilled? Crispy. I, I like both. I do yeah. like both. Okay, so Wendy's number chicken. one. Wendy's number one by far. Um, I like the Burger King one. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Oh, I used to love that. I used to get that Burger King chicken sandwich when I worked at Drug Fair in the late 80s. Oh, my gosh. There was a a Burger King right in the parking lot of the Drug Fair. Outstanding. Tremendous. With ketchup. Tons of ketchup on it. You know what's so funny, too? And this is where me and my son get into an argument. I'm like, you know, you never have KFC. KFC to me is the best one oh, out there. Oh, KFC, yeah. I love KFC. I'm like, I'm like, you don't know Kim, you don't know chicken. Oh, shut up. Um, I would say Kentucky Fried Chicken's good. Mm-hmm. The Chick-fil-A's fine. It's good. Nothing. It's not bad. I mean, it's good. But if I had to rank them, Wendy's one, everybody else two. You ever have that? Remember when uh, everyone was going crazy for the Popeye's chicken sandwich? I don't. Yeah, I never had it either. I never had it. I don't have a Popeye's near me, though. Although, one is opening by me. I have one not too far in uh, Neptune, I think, there's a Popeye's. I drive by sometimes and always think, like, hmm, I'm going to try that. I should try that Popeye's chicken sandwich. See what all the hubbub is about. You know who's got great chicken sandwich? Cluck You. Is that right? Tremendous. Yes, that was you. That was you. When I lived in Brick, we would go there often. Yep. Cluck You was outstanding. Cluck You. Yeah. Hey, Cluck You. Man, but that's a good one too, though. Do you think if we started if we started on the air at WFAN, and when people when we were angry at things, and we we would tell callers "cluck you," that Mark Chernoff would eventually say, "Just stop doing that." Yes, I do too. I don't even think it would get very far. <laughs> I think the first like time we, we did it, what are you guys doing? Like if we started a segment on the warm up show, hey, cluck you. The cluck, like on, uh, on you know, we pick a day like Wednesday or cluck you over the weekend. Who do you? Who do you want to give a cluck you to? I, you know, we took calls and it'd be like, uh, let me think. Who who like on the Packers fumbled that ball in overtime? Um, Valdez Scantling. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, Valdez Scantling, cluck you for dropping that ball. So you're pretty we'd much get jumping off the come on man thing and replacing <laughs> it with cluck you. <laughs> yes, we'd get a call about that. Oh, you know, speaking of blaming people, not this is not blaming, but we're talking about being out and restaurants and all that. Yeah. Uh, big shout out you should give to Pete and Tanya, who I met at the Pete Dublin House in Red Bank on Saturday night. All right, they own the they own it, or no, you just they, they were, were customers. They were just there. We were out with friends. Okay. We went to uh, went to dinner at Teak. Um, we well, sat nice. inside, had the table like spaced out very nicely. Yeah, it was good. Um, went to dinner there, and then we went to Dublin House at the outdoor bar afterwards for about an hour or so. And he was very nice at hello, and then we were talking about you. Is he really? Does Al really live down here? Blah 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 blah. And then the longer we talked, he turns out he sort of knew Gina, but not really. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just thought I'd say hello. What to is them. this fella's name? Uh, the their couple's name? Uh, Pete and Tanya. Pete and Tanya, or Steve and Tanya? I don't remember. Hmm. I think Pete and Pete. Tanya or Steve and Tanya? Yeah, but I think it was Pete. Pete and Tanya. Yeah. All right. I You're sure it was Tanya, though? Yes. Because okay. that's the name that I, I said. I don't, have to, I don't have to write that down. Right. But, yeah, I, I think Pete. Could be Pete Steve. Pete and Tanya. All right. Yeah. Or Steve and Tanya. Really, it's Tanya who we're focused on. Yeah, well, just because I know that was her name. Right. So, yeah. Uh, let's see, Jerry. I found uh, the great story here that uh, a, uh, a bathroom in... In a Colorado park, it's a Bancroft Park in Colorado Springs has won America's best public restroom. Well, Homedale Park has a good one too. Oh, they do. Yeah, Homedale very clean, very really? clean. Yes, this one was named number one because it's a high tech restroom. It self cleans after every thirty uses. Has a touchless automatic toilet paper, soap, and water dispensers and hand dryers. And an app alerts the park maintenance supervisor whenever supplies in the restroom are running low. How about that? 
They're very That's happy to tech. win the R. The city spent, Jerry, $301,000 on the bathroom. Wow. And it's a park. So that's federal yeah. funding. They don't make money. Oh, yeah. Some federal funding went to that. I would say so. I don't like the uh, automatic hand dryers. Give me the I paper. I, I don't feel like it's cleaning anything. I don't care for them either. I agree. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not supposed to clean. It's supposed to just... Or dry, because then you're touching the handles with the yep. wet hands. It's disgusting. That is very true. Or you can use your elbow. Yeah, sometimes it's difficult to use your elbow. Assuming you ever come back here, uh, our bathroom, there's now a foot clamp to open the door. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, but it's not easy to do. Yeah. And I will tell you. Tear an ACL. I was, I ran into the bathroom this morning before I came in here. I almost vomited walking in the stench. Ugh. Really? Even Ugh. with that few people working there, there's still people dropping bombs in there. Just, But it wasn't that. It just had a stale, nasty stench. Oh, it wasn't poop smell? No, it was mm. just awful. Stale Absolutely smell. Awful. Yeah, it was disgusting, dude. Hmm. All really right. nasty. Jerry, many alert Twitter followers and warm-up show slash post-game podcast listeners sent me this article from uh, the New York Post. It's appeared elsewhere, but this uh, was sent to me from the New York Post. Uh, the Sex Pistols, you're aware of them? Yeah, I've heard of them. I don't know if I know a song, but I, I've heard of them. Yeah, you might know one or two. Uh, Johnny Rotten was their lead singer. Okay. Uh, this headline says, uh, Johnny Rotten gets flea bites on groin. After keeping squirrels in his home. Why would you do that? So evidently he's very into squirrels. And he lives in L.A. And he lets squirrels into his house and he feeds them nuts. Well, after having the squirrels over one day, the next morning he noticed multiple flea bites on his penis and his crotch and his legs, inner thighs. But it will not deter him, Jerry, because he loves squirrels, and he will have them over again. He's, he's got to be careful. Squirrels, I guess, are uh, show up with fleas. fleas. Are these squirrels in his bed with him? doesn't say whether they're in his bed, but he says he he actually even has a book that he wrote in which he discusses his relationship with squirrels and orders bags of insulted peanuts to feed them. Wild. That's some I, wild stuff. I'm really not sure what to make of it. Okay. Yeah, I that's guess. a punk rocker right there, Jerry. It's absurd. Old school punk rock right there. Uh, yeah, all right. Feeding squirrels. Remember the guy uh, Bernie gets the subway vigilante from like the yes. 90s? You know who I know him from? From uh, the We Didn't Start the Fire. Right. Na-na-na, Bernie Getz. Yep. Uh, well, he also had pet squirrels. You're kidding. <laughs> no. He was in the known as a, a pet thing? squirrel. Uh, Look at those little rodents. It's like a rat with a tail. Well, I'm not sure if it's a thing because the only two people I'm aware of is a Johnny Rotten and Bernie Getz. So I don't know that it's a that it's a, re- a full thing. But you evidently, have a dog that eats them. I have a dog that eats squirrel tails. Very interesting. So there you go, Jerry. Oh, wow. um, I did mention uh, that uh, the 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 dog ate a um, pork homework. chop. A pork chop that was thrown out the window as well. And then when that came up on the air today, I had numerous people reach out to me that said that sometimes people that live in condos and apartment complexes, they don't want to go down to the dumpster. So they'll throw f- edible food out the window, hoping that squirrels and all eat them. And that you have to be careful when walking your dogs near apartment buildings because people just throw food out the window. <laughs> So I asked uh, of Twitter, is this a thing? And I had a number of people tell me it is, in fact, a thing. 
I tell you, you learn something new every day. Isn't that unbelievable? Uh, yeah. If I moved into an apartment, I would not think that if we had leftovers, just open the window and throw it out the window. Like, they're probably in their head thinking, oh, this is going to be good for the animals. They'll love. The-. Like, it's one thing, I think, to throw stale bread out the window. But isn't that like the seagulls thing? Now, all of yeah. a sudden, they're not, they're not going to go away. Right. Right. You're only attracting more at whatever animals they're eating. Your and if discarded I own that property, food. I don't need that. No, you don't need that. And I don't want people come. I don't want my tenants complaining to me about it. Right. Well, There's someone out here throwing pork chops out the window because they think you know the squirrels or raccoons or the possum will eat them. And not to sound like an ass, but honestly, mm-hmm. I know tomorrow's hungerthon. Yes, there are people starving all over the place. We're Correct. just going to throw fully cooked pork chops out to right. feed a stray animal. Right. I mean, I hear you. That doesn't. That just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Hungerthon 2020 tomorrow on the fan. Yep, we have Good a party too between five and six on the warm-up show. Oh, we'll be promoting it as well. Yes, we will. All right. All right. That was started by uh, Harry Chapin, mm-hmm. who sang uh, "Cats in the Cradle." Yep. And the Silver Spoon, Which Little Boy Blue, and the Man in the Moon. Great song until you have kids, and then you start to listen to songs and music differently. Yeah. And it's a very depressing song. Depressing song. It is a depressing song. It's a great it's- song. It's about what? His kids grow up so fast and they don't have time? Yeah, and he doesn't have time for his kids. And oh, he doesn't have coming, time for his kids when he's younger. Right. The kids are basically begging for his time and his involvement, and he just doesn't okay. have the time. And then as he is starting to see the end, he's looking to spend time with his kid who uh, has no time for him because he's got his oh, own family. That, that gives me chills just now. It does. Yeah, it does. That's sad. Sure is. Next thing you know, you're dead. Right. And you never spent the time with your family. Yeah. No one cares about you. No one's ever said, I wish I worked more. By the way, I never got my calendar done. Oh, your Jerry Quotes calendar? I wanted it to be done for December 1st. Obviously, mm-hmm. I had a lot a lot of crap happen. You had last. some things in life. Yes. Uh, one in particular completely. I, was, I, I had seven photos and seven quotes ready. I was looking for five more. Oh. And I just never, you know. Didn't happen. I completely got derailed. Okay. So I'm by. It's weird because it's only the 23rd. Could I still do it? Yeah. The problem is I don't know if they can print fast. It's just ugh. right. And then like no one's working at these places because of coronavirus. Yep. That's the thing that's really slowing things down is when you like you order something. That's why they say you have to get your um, holiday shopping in early because you know the warehouses and things don't have a lot of people working. You know what's so funny about that though is I've seen the same thing. And in a lot of cases, I have ordered things that, you know, in the past, you'd be used to, whether it was Amazon or even Walmart, you would expect next day delivery, either for free or for a small fee. Mm -hmm. And the last three or four things I've ordered, they were all not next day delivery, and they were giving me a window of like six to eight days. Right. And all of them came within two days. They're getting you right. Case it's not going to... Yeah, no, no, no. And I totally get that. I'm just saying it's actually a nice to... Under promise and over deliver. Yes, that's the way to do it. Not terrible. Yeah, thought that was cool. Hmm. All right, Jerry. Let's that's do it? well. Let's do the warm up show. We could do that, I suppose. Uh, short week, as you said. Warm up show. Now we will see you tomorrow, Tuesday, Hungerthon Day on WFN. So.
We all know baseball is a long season. I'm Brett Boone from the Brett Boone Podcast. This summer, take a trip down memory lane with me and hear from the legends of the game. So far this year, I've had conversations with Randy Johnson, Pete Rose, Deion Sanders. Plus, every week we look at the state of Major League Baseball, which teams are exceeding expectations, which ones are struggling to meet them. Follow and listen to the Brett Boone Podcast on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Alan Jerry, no guests, no calls, and no real content. All right, here we go. It's five minutes after five o'clock. It's a Monday morning. It's Thanksgiving week. It's going to be a big week around these parts. I'm in New York City. Eddie Scazzeri is snoring somewhere in New Jersey. And down the Jersey Shore in Bradley Beach, we find Albert Rodrigo Dukes. What is up, Al? How was your weekend? Good morning, Jerry. Had a terrific weekend, and my uh, Monday's off to a good start. I was able to walk the dog back. Before the downpour it's started, warm out too, isn't it? Sixty-one degrees. Love it. Uh, but I uh, walked the dog, came back in, was making my coffee. Then the skies opened up, Jerry. Downpours. I felt so good because I was win. all. That's a win. I was all prepared to be soaking wet. I told you I purchased rain pants a couple of weeks ago. Yes, you're gonna look like be, the Morton's fisherman. Do you, uh, yeah, because my jeans were getting saturated when I was walking in the rain. And that's that no good. You only have one pair. Only well, I have a rotation of three, but uh, if I take the dog out three times, there's my jeans gone, all wet. Uh, also this weekend, Jerry. How the uh, parlay my, go? Uh, uh, the parlay. The parlay you ask about, Jerry? <laughs> yes. Let me see. I did. T- let me check in on that really quickly because I do have tonight's game in the parlay. But you didn't. You have the uh, Jaguars in it. I did. Had the Jaguars in it. Lost that one. So you lost the parlay. I uh, oh lost in general. Lost the parlay. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But did I get more than one win? That's, yeah, that's the real question. question. Yes. Uh, let me check that, Jerry, because I did have the. Uh, I I took the uh, Chargers, so I, I believe that's a win. Did you take the Chiefs or the Raiders? Mm-hmm. I took the Chiefs. And then you lost that. Mm-hmm. Five team parlay, Jerry. Well, the took jet, the, wait, you took the charges. You lost that too. Lost that too. Lost. I've have four losses. I'm zero for four. <laughs> heading into tonight's Buccaneers Rams game, where You're I have four. Yeah. Because here's what I had, Jerry. Jaguars plus ten. Loss. Chargers minus eight and a half. I think. I think loss. this week what you should do. I don't know if you're doing it or not because of Thanksgiving. Well, but I'm doing it. Should, I got a sponsor now. I think you should call it your Al's. Five dollar five team loser lay. <laughs> loser. I tried the opposite trick already one week, Jerry, where I went the opposite of all my picks, lost that week. I also went one of four that week as well. <laughs> it's tremendous. So I, tonight I have the Buccaneers minus three. So you're very consistent. I am consistent with one and four week after week after week wow. after week. Uh, yesterday I had a, a battle with my dog and it was got, got a little ugly. I'll be honest with you, Jerry. She was growling and being very mean to me. She uh, picked up, I told you a couple weeks ago that uh, she found a squirrel's tail on the street. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. Not, the squirrel wasn't anywhere around, the tail was. And uh, she picked it up with her mouth and I, and she dropped it. I, you know, I, I don't somehow got her to drop it, she dropped it. And we walk by it every day, squirrel. She looks at the squirrel's tail. I, I, I got lost in my thoughts yesterday walking her. We walked by the squirrel's tail, she picked it up. And she started crunching it, eating it, fur and all. And I didn't know, I wanted to get it out of her mouth. So I'm now like, do I I have to grab this squirrel tail with my bare hand? So I grabbed the, luckily the part with the fur was sticking out. 
and she was crunching Jerry. She got she had this possessed look on her face and she was growling very angry at me like she was gonna bite me. Wow. So I let her eat the squirrel's tail. Ugh. I didn't know what else to do. I don't know what to tell you. Not walk the same route. And I was yelling at her, yelling at her, and a fella came out who uh, listens to the to big WFAN fan. And he said, oh, he goes, I was wondering what was going on out here. He goes, I thought a, a father was was yelling at his child. Wow, you were really angry. No, I wanted her to draw. Yeah, I wanted to show her I meant business, Jerry. Yeah. But she, she laughed at you. Didn't, she laughed at me. Right. <laughs> so um, uh, I have not seen the squirrel's tail return in well, uh, in excrement form. You're going to. <laughs> probably today. <laughs> I thought this morning, but uh, all seemed normal. And I have other people tell me that uh, squirrels, squirrel tails are very easily digestible because it's just like cartilage. There's right. no bones in there. It's disgusting, though. There's no bone-on-bone action. It is disgusting. Man, that dog of yours is eating some nasty things. She sure does, Jerry. These freaking dogs. Yeah. All right. Uh, football. The Ra- uh, yeah, the Raiders, Jerry, you mentioned last night, Sunday Night Football. They put up a fight, but lost to the Chiefs. With two minutes to go. And then Patrick Mahomes doing his thing. They did more than put up a fight. They played great. They came out. They scored early. I mean, it was – I didn't see, obviously, much of the game. You were I asleep. The first qu- I saw the first quarter, and you could tell they were in for it. Like, they were ready to go. Right. And then I woke up. I saw the final score. And I looked through the highlights this morning. Like, they played well. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it was like a slugfest. It was a slugfest, and so the Chiefs are now 9-1. and one. Even when they get challenged, they win. So that's yeah. pretty good, because a season sweep would not have been good for them. Right, it also gives the Raiders their first um, loss in their division there. Right. Because they had they were undefeated because they beat the Chiefs, so now they're, now they're really, you know, well, yeah, in second place. And they're three games behind Kansas City now. Three games behind Kansas City. Yeah. I did watch a little Jets-Chargers, Jerry, and for a few moments there— it looked like the Jets were going to be competitive. They were competitive. They were. Uh, uh, that that Flacco early pick six, oh. that was a tough one. And, that, and I thought of you, actually, because, yeah. you know, they score early. You get the, the botched extra point, whatever. And then they have the ball again, and he throws just a terrible pass. So nonchalant. It's picked off, run back for a touchdown, and he just, eh, whatever, just right. slowly off the field. I mean, just so blocked. Dullard. God, wake up. So I thought of you when that happened, actually. Thank you. No, that was interesting. But what's weird to me, the Jets are more watchable with Flacco. Well, because they, first of all, in fairness to Sam Darnold, the last couple of games, they actually have their wide receivers playing. And he didn't have that. No. Is what you're saying. I don't think Darnold has played with all of his starting wide receivers yet this year. Oh, so that's a... Definite problem. Now all of a sudden you got, you know, Perriman making catches. You got Mims making catches. Like they look like, they at least look like a representative football team. Are they right. good? No. But do they look like they're competing? Yes. I thought yesterday's game, and I know they were down, what were they down? 31 19 at one point. But you know, they get the touchdown. They get the, um, what do you call it? They even got the ball back late. Not that, not that they were going to do anything with it because their play calling was terrible. But I mean, they had a chance. I know in the beginning, Jets fans were starting to get a little nervous where they when they were at various points competing in the game. They're like, "Great, we're going to win this game." 
yeah, I and don't screw know. our chances. I got to be honest. At this point now, I'm not so sure they're going to win a game. I really thought you they don't. would. I thought they would find a win somewhere. I really did. I'm just pulling up their schedule because I'm not so sure anymore. When right. I look at this team, there oh, there's only six games left. Jerry, what's more likely? Let me ask you this: that the Jets win a game or the Steelers lose a game? All right. Well, hold on. I'm going to say here are the Jets' chances. All in right. my opinion, to win. There's only one, two, three, four, six games left. They've yeah? got three chances to win. Wow. All I right. think they got a chance to beat the Dolphins. This coming week? I do, because the Dolphins are a mess. They pulled Tua yesterday. You go back to Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, they're not a mess. That's not the right phrase. But like all of a sudden, it's like, what are they doing? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought that was interesting. And it's divisional. It's the Dolphins. You never know. They- yeah, a lot of people thought Tua was injured. Not true. Yeah, because they were news. showing the highlights of his knee kind of buckling the wrong way. Oh. But he was okay. It was basically, you stink, sit down. Here comes uh, Fitzy. And he almost pulled it off, by the way. Um, so you got the Dolphins this week. Likely no. Could they win? Yes. I don't think they're beating the Raiders. They're not winning in Seattle. I don't think they're beating the Rams in L.A. Then they've got the Browns at home. I say winnable. Winnable. I really do. And I say, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but in New England, the final week of the season, winnable. Yep. So I agree. So they got they got three winnable games out of six. Yeah, I think so. I do. Now, you're asking me about the Steelers. Yes, I am. Game. Yesterday doesn't count. So if I look at what they've got left, they've got the Ravens, Washington. Yeah, no, I would say it's more likely the Steelers lose the game. Because the Ravens, that's losable. I think the Ravens is, I mean, it's at home, so I, I don't know. I mean, the Ravens don't look like the same team they were last year. But I definitely think they could win. I think the Bills could beat them in Buffalo for sure. Um, the Colt game, not easy. Mm-hmm. Not so, easy. You know what's funny? You've got three games that you could see the Steelers possibly Ooh. losing and three games I could see the Jets possibly winning. I like it, Jerry. This is going to be something for us to follow here on the warm-up show. I'm gonna, well, all all season long. Well, there's only six games left. Six weeks left. I'm going to say the Steelers more likely to lose a game. Yes. I'm with you on this one. And 0. You know what's so funny, too? If you think about teams that have had that opportunity, and the Patriots, you know, did go 16-0 and 0 before they lost in the Super Bowl, whatever. They didn't go in 19-18-0 before they lost. That seemed like a team that was like a freight train running. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that way about the Steelers? No. I don't, I, they're good. There's no doubt. But I feel like if they play the Chiefs, they're going to lose. I pick against them every week. Not that that's gone well for me. It has not gone well. But it does seem like, yeah, they're not a freight train rolling through. They're like not. They're winning these games, but I don't feel like they're a super dominant. Right, you're right. Like If they play the Chiefs, 100% picking the Chiefs. Like I thought they were... I know, I know, I know. They won twenty-seven three, but I thought it was a lackluster twenty-seven. Lackluster, yeah, agreed. So, and I'm sure you felt really good first quarter because you took the Jaguars I did. money line and things I were did. going well. They were going very well, and then they weren't. Hmm. Sorry about that. All right, so that's something to watch. Here's for warm-up show listeners, Jerry. Let's watch the Steelers, and we're going to watch the Jets the rest of the way. I bet the Jets beat the Patriots final week of the season to go one and fifteen. I think that's my be, guess. You think? See, here's the interesting part about that, and I do think that's a winnable game potentially. But if they were zero and fifteen, yes, I don't know, man. I'm not sure. Well. The news is showing a gator trying to eat a dog. Holy moly. Oh, yeah. A man saved a, a small that. dog was attacked by an alligator, and a man, a man pried its jaws that open That is somehow. very impressive by this guy. Yeah. And not only that, he did it while smoking a cigar and never took the cigar <laughs> out of his mouth. That's impressive. Very impressive. Oh, poor little puppy. Anyhow, he must, he must be in Florida, right? Um, I'm going to guess so, yeah. Or Georgia or the Carolinas. I'm going to say Florida. Yeah, probably. It seems like something oh, f- will happen in Florida. 
A Florida man jumps into uh, water to save a dog from an alligator see, eating him. That's the problem about living in Florida. It looks like he's got this nice home right on a lake. Mm-hmm. How do you know what the hell is going on on the water down there? You do not. Right. You exactly. assume there's always alligators roaming around. I would. I sure would. Anyway, sorry about I, I had an alligator in my neighborhood. Many, uh, we had, we had. Uh, I was in some condo in complex. Beach? No, no, no. This was when I lived in Florida. Oh. I had a the condo complex I was in had these man-made bodies of water, and there were just gators in them all over the place. And they'd be sunning themselves. Yeah, that's the uh, weirdest thing about playing golf down there is they yeah. will tell you, you know, just be careful if you see some eyes peering out of the water. What? Like, hey, there's gators all over the place here. Just yeah. Be careful and just sign this paper that in case you get eaten, you can't sue us. Yeah, please don't sue us. That's we awesome. got to assume that you were eating, you were being eaten by oh a gator. God. Jerry Frank Gore discussed the possibility of going 0-16 and said, quote, I can't go out like oh, that. Oh, no, he can. He's <laughs> he will not. six more games to. I don't so think I guess he will, he's retiring? He well, he's like 48 years old. I mean, it's oh, enough. So- this final year, probably for him. But. I did like on social media yesterday, and I, you know, I'm obviously I'm, I'm working the Cowboy game, so I'm not watching the Jet game, uh, but but certainly tracking it and, and keeping up to date with it. But I did enjoy on social media, like every time it seemed like Frank Gore was doing something good, it seemed like all the fans and the reporters were like, "Great, let's just keep giving it to an old aging back. This really helps the future." Yes. <laughs> what do you want the guy to do? <laughs> now, Jerry, I'm looking at the NFC East. Oh, it's awesome. Because we had a Cowboy win yesterday. I think the Cowboys go 8-8, eight and eight, win the division. How about that? So right now, I'm seeing all three win teams. Yeah, Every the, team has three wins. Yeah, and the Eagles are 3-6-1. and one, But yeah. they look like a bad football team all yes. of a sudden. So the Giants, technically, and look still alive. Yes, Jerry? Uh, 100%. Let's see. In the division, the Giants are 3-2. and Eagles are 2-2. and that's why they're still in the lead as well with the with the, the with the tie. Well, they're in the lead because they're three six and one, right? Three six and one, yeah. So hey, listen, do we want to look at the Giants' schedule, Jay? Uh, we can. Where Let's just look at schedules today. The entire show, oh, nothing good. but schedules. We'll do the Rutgers schedule coming back after this. Yeah, lots of schedules. So let's see. We got the uh, the easy. Giants have the Bengals with now an injured Joey Burrow. Right. I have no That's idea on who. The road. I have no idea who they're uh, back quarterback. Finley. Oh, that guy's there legit going to be starting, I guess. All I right. guess. He's the backup, and they got him Got him in the game yesterday. Seattle Seahawks after that. Not easy. Not e- And I know there's no fans. Still not easy, though. Arizona Cardinals not after easy. that. Cleveland Browns after that. Uh, winnable. Not easy. Baltimore Ravens after that. On the road. Not easy. Dallas Cowboys. Right. By the way, that catch that uh, C.D. Lamb made yesterday Amazing. for the Cowboys, I think that was better than the... Odell Beckham Jr. catch against against the Cowboys. I don't know about that, but it was pretty damn impressive. It was very. They're like so far best catch of the day. Best catch of the day. To me, that's been the best catch of the year. It was a great. I agree. It was a great catch. I don't know that it was better than Beckham, but it was a great catch. Not going to argue there. After then, that came after Adam Thielen had a tremendous catch One in that game in the back corner of the end zone. My yeah. gosh, do you it think? Was- and do you think Andy Dalton knew he was putting that ball there? Or he got lucky. You know, I don't know. Because even like last night, there was one throw where Mahomes made in the first quarter. I I think it was Tyreek Hill. I mean, if the ball isn't put precisely where it is, it's either intercepted or knocked down. 
And I'm sitting there thinking, like, did he put it there, or are they just lucky that that ended up there? Yes. I don't know. I, it's a great question. I don't know. Because, you know, if that's the case, why can't they do that every throw? Right. You know, it's, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. We got to take a break, though. We can go, uh, what schedule are you want to do next? Oh, I know. <laughs> when we come back on the other side, we're going to go over the Jacksonville Jaguar schedule <laughs> and see if Al can pick a winner for them. We've got so much more to Lots do. Lots of schedules today. Lots of schedule. We'll even go over the Boomer and Geo holiday schedule. At oh, okay, perfect. Too. <laughs> Good. And then uh, the guys will join us at 6 o'clock here on The Fan. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. So you know what that means. Court is back in session with Queens of the Court, a WNBA podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoops. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll bring you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court, free on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Alan Jerry, social distancing before it was cool. All right, welcome back. 25 after 5. Before we get back to all the scheduling stuff, and God, I hope we don't do that, but I do want to do something here because this is right up your alley there, uh, Rodrigo Dukes. Yeah, so yeah. How about this one? I mean, you, I mean, you talk about, you know, the lore of living in New York City for many people. Not us, but for many people. So how about this this headline? And then I'll just read you a little bit of the story. So uh, you haven't eaten yet this morning, have you? Because I don't want you to throw up. Well, I had my cookies, but oh, so uh, I'm good. Fine. You'd cookies first thing in the morning really stella doris oh, i have them right. with my uh, coffee all right so now this isn't a shock but what i'm gonna say might after here's the headline from the new york post giant new york rats overtaking the upper west side <laughs> they're moving in right so here's here's the thing in the story rats as big as bunnies are roaming the streets in broad daylight nesting in trees and chewing through car engines hmm. now they say they have had over 13,000 calls to 311 for complaints, but this is the best part. Now, you know what it's like, how much it costs to live in Manhattan. It's right? pricey. It's very pricey. The health department is sponsoring Rat Academy, two hours of rat prevention training. Oh. <laughs> Come on. Bunny-sized rats? I will tell oh. you this, Jerry. A number of years ago... When Craig Carton had an apartment in New York City, he paid a, a lot of money for rent. And his basement was in his building, them, right? you, there were so many rats Disgusting. running around in the basement. It was unbelievable. He would hear them in the walls of a very expensive apartment. Oh, gross. I mean, just gross. How do you go to bed not wondering if you're going to wake up with one on your chest? Yes. They had this quote from someone. I saw a man on a bench swatting them unsuccessfully with a rake. <laughs> Oh my god! Who's got a rake in New York City? <laughs> you take it out to beat up rats. That's it's what a rat you do. Rake. Sharks, <laughs> sharks. Here's a rake that beats up rats. Oh, and yeah, right. So you, I keep reading the story. Neighbors keep waking up because of the loud scratching behind the walls of their yeah. apartments. Oh my gosh, I'd be so uh, paranoid that a rat's going to chew through the wall and just attack me. I couldn't live there. I could not live there. There's no way. There's no way. I don't like squirrels running around here. Never mind the rats. Never mind the rats. Big John on Twitter, Jerry, says, you're telling me that a Florida man was able to pry a small dog away from an alligator while you couldn't even take a squirrel tail from your dog. Now, in fairness to Al, Truth. John Man, was that his name? Big John. John. Big John, I'm sorry. In fairness to Al, the alligator was a baby alligator. Oh, it was. This was not a an eight foot, you know, crocodile from yeah. 1940. That's 60 years. This was a this was a baby alligator and a and a puppy. 
And Joey Hauser also checking in on Twitter, Jerry, saying uh, the Jets will definitely win before the Steelers lose and blow the pick because that's what they do. That's the Jets. The Jets. Jerry, I was all excited, I guess, for Knicks fans because I kept hearing all these like, oh, you know who the Knicks are maybe going to get? They're going to get Van Fleet. Oh, the Knicks are going to get Hayward. The Knicks are going to get Mitchell. What about Melo coming back? All last week, Craig was playing, oh. I'm coming home, I mean, I'm coming home. And then, uh, yeah, we were excited to have Mello come back because it, it would it would be bad for Boomer. He does not have Mello fan. I know. They got nobody. I got Austin Rivers. Other than this Austin Rivers. You're right. They Nothing. And, uh, and uh, the people that thought that Donovan Mitchell was going to come here, yeah, he signed a five-year deal in Utah. He's not going yeah. anywhere. It was funny because I was looking uh, when I was going through my sports news. Uh, I'll do it every day, you know, with my coffee and, and that sort of thing. And I'd be and I had all these names in my head. I'm not the biggest NBA fan, Jerry. You're kidding, but I really? knew all of these names that were linked to the Knicks. And as I'm going down the sports stories, I'm seeing them all go elsewhere. Michael, yeah. the Knicks are getting nobody. You get nobody. And Giannis is probably going to re-sign this super max deal. He's got, I guess, the next three weeks he can sign it with Milwaukee. So if Giannis stays in Milwaukee, you didn't get Donovan Mitchell. You're really not getting anybody. You're not getting Gordon Hayward. He's gone. They're all gone. Um, Okay. They're going to have to do it the old-fashioned way with draft picks. And they have stockpiled a ton of them. They have. But it also means more patience because – I can't imagine they're going to be a good team this year. Now, I don't think they'll be a disaster. I think they'll be coached better. I think they'll have a lot of young talent, but they're not a championship team. Hmm. Doesn't mean it won't be a decent season. Doesn't mean they can't be competitive, can't play well, can't be a 500 team, something like that, and there's nothing shameful about that. It just means you're not ready to win a championship for this year, probably not next year either. You're probably still years away from being to that level. They're the not ready for prime time players. And they're not yet. No, no. But again, if you've got the right coach in place, and I'm sure they think they do, and you've got the right group of young talent, you just got to be patient. And, and I hate to say this, but it's like the Sixers trust the process. You got to trust what you've put into place that it's going to work. You're just asking a fan base that has seen nothing aside from one 50 plus win season six, seven years ago with Carmelo and Linsanity and all that. You haven't had much in the last 20 years. I actually felt pretty good. Yesterday I was talking NBA uh, with with a dude on the street. You were talking in what capacity? In capacity of all- going to be a season? Like no, no, no. In, in the capacity he was at, I actually go like this. We were talking sports, me and this guy. Uh, a guy I just happened to meet on the street walking the dog, and I go, uh, are you a Knicks fan? He goes, uh, yes, I am. I go, how about all these guys that were linked to the Knicks and not one of them coming here? I felt like I knew something. You know what now, I mean, Jerry? I at, felt like a basketball insider. At any point, did he start mentioning names or something? He did. Like, I better get out of this conversation now. <laughs> he did. I was like, we got to get back home. She's hungry. <laughs> but for a moment, yeah. I felt like, look at me talking basketball. If he asked you where Serge Ibaka landed, yeah, would, were you out on that? I'm out 100% out on that one. <laughs> 100%. Jerry, what's going on with... Uh, John Harbaugh and the Ravens. They're not good all of a sudden. First of all, the Harbaugh's themselves are in trouble. The other Harbaugh in Michigan, I know they beat Rutgers, but it took three overtimes. They shouldn't have. Rutgers had a chance to win that game. They had a couple chances. And we let him off the hook. They, well, you know what? What are you going to do? Uh, yeah, it has not gone well. There are people that want him to coach the Jets next year. Yes. Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh, the, Ra- the Michigan you know, The Raven fella. game was weird because it felt like they that game, I don't want to say it was over, but... 
they, Baltimore led in the second half. It was kind of like in a weird way. It was like the Packer game. The Packers are winning 28-14, and you felt like, you know what, the Colts They're can't cruising. hang with them. And then all of a sudden, the Colts had the ball, I want to say, for, my God, 26 out of the 30 minutes in the second half yesterday. It was something, some ridiculous number. And the same thing with Baltimore. They got up, and then all of a sudden, here came Tennessee. And here came Tennessee. And then they get into overtime. Baltimore goes three and out. Tennessee, bing, bang, boom, touchdown. You're not pregnant. And then the same thing with the Packers and the Colts. Packers get the ball, turn it over, Colts win. It was weird. And the Ravens are very average. They're really six and four, very and average. I, and I feel like Lamar Jackson, after the game, I feel like he said this or something like this. He said they in, wanted it more than us. Yeah, he says the other team wanted it more than us. And I feel like he said that in previous weeks, too. And then you had almost a brouhaha before um, the game. Sort of. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Like, Let me ask you this. Have we not seen teams get together at midfield before a game before? We have. I guess John Harbaugh was upset that the uh, Titans gathered on their logo, on the Ravens logo yeah, at I midfield. Like we've seen that before, though. And I guess they've done it in the past. Um, well, that could be the issue. And then I know they didn't shake hands, I guess, afterwards, him and Vrabel, whatever. And then Malcolm Butler and John Harbaugh had words prior to the game, and yeah. there was almost a brouhaha. There were, almost, but there wasn't. Who are you taking in that fight? Malcolm Butler, full uniform. John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh, no uniform on, no helmet. Because his team was still in the uh, locker room. I would take the guy in the uniform that's got pads on and a helmet. And younger. And younger. And the athlete, an actual athlete. That is true. That's a fair point. Hmm. Now, the Ravens, all of us, they're 6-4, and very average. And I think right now, if the playoffs started, I hate when people do this, but if the playoffs started today, they're out. Yeah. Think about that. What noise was that? I went like this, out. Oh, got it. Oh. (laughs) Oh. Quick other story because we got to take a break. All right, Jerry. P.J. Walker, quarterback for the Panthers yesterday. dud of a game, by the way. A dud of a game, but this fella living the dream. He was an XFL player. Played somewhere else. Don't remember. Another league other than the NFL, but he got a start in the NFL yesterday and got himself a victory, Jerry. He did. Yeah, they won 20 to nothing because the Lions really uh, gave us something. They say that was the first shutout in the Matthew Stafford era. No kidding. It's been, big, they, it's been a long era. <laughs> it has been a long era. I guess they they sometimes kick a cheap field goal at the end of a Is game. Is his wife yelling at anybody today? I did not media? see his wife take <laughs> to social media to shout anyone down. Not yet, anyway. But I feel good for this P.J. Walker. That's a nice yeah. story. Uh, listen, good for, hey, good for him. You, he him, fought through. Taysom played, Hill. Played Fugazi football there his was, whole life. There were some good stories yesterday. Yes, Taysom Hill. I would agree with that. No doubt. And then some bad stories with a couple of injuries. Yes, Joe Burrow. But he goes by jo- he goes by Joey Burrow on social media. Yeah, because he probably started that feed when he was 12. Oh. He's right. Joe Burrow. We forget. We do forget. So oh. he's got a torn ACL, they think. I guess we'll confirm that today. That's what it looks like. Same with Burkhead, very possibly. So they'll both be out the rest of the year and come uh, back strong in 2021, if Jerry. that is the case, yes, they would both be out the rest of the year. Correct. That sucks for Joe Burrow and Bengals fans. Yeah, or, I, or you could look at it this way. He got a ton of experience. Mm-hmm. He's good to go. It's enough. Now, do these ACL injuries, do they linger, like, for the rest of his career? Like, when we're going to be worried? It's got to be strengthened. I mean, it's, you know, it's one of these injuries. You don't want to get it again. Right. Are Bengal fans going to have to worry about that now? No. That someone's going to get his ACL? Where Uh, is that? On your shin? The back of your... uh, ACL, uh, your knee? Oh, the knee, yeah. 
Good right. point, Jerry. Okay. We're going to take a break. 5 Killing it over here. Oh, yeah. Killing it, killing it. And go have your dog go eat another uh, squirrel tail. <laughs> it's, it's a delicacy in some countries. <laughs> yeah, Bradley Beach. <laughs> uh, quick break on the other side. We'll get to the Boomer and Geo schedule. And then they join us at 6 right here on The Fan. It's a football Monday. Al and Jerry. They suffered for their art. Now it's your turn. Hi, right, 542. It's a football Monday. College basketball does start this week. College football continues, and we're that much closer to the NBA season as well, mid-December. What else you got there, Albert Rodrigo Dukes? Jerry, did you see the sexy photo that Paulina Gretzky put uh, out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sexy's a good word. She was celebrating, I guess, Dustin Johnson's Masters win. I'm just were... curious, like when we get a good ratings bonus, is your girlfriend going to take a picture of that and you know, same type of picture and post it on Instagram? Maybe and say I'll how proud of you. She is. Maybe I'll post a photo of no uh, one wants me to see that. nude. No one wants to see that. So they always, like when you see the headlines, this is like Paulina Gretzky posts nude photo. No, she is nude. She's nude, but you don't see any of the parts. the girl parts. Right, she's covered up, but she is nude. Because she has her legs crossed like a lady. Can I ask you something? Yes. Aside from, hey, look at me, what is the point of that? Just the, hey, look at me. Look how sexy and hot I am. Like, and then it's the whole thing. I couldn't be more prouder of you when yeah. I'm your biggest fan. Yeah. We need to post that. I we mean, do. God bless her, but geez. Yes, we do, Jerry. I guess so. And she had her arms, her arm across her upper upper naughty parts <laughs> why are they naughty i don't know well if they weren't so naughty we'd be showing them all over the place disallowed parts disallowed parts because yeah, you can't Ooh. show them but they're not naughty there's tremendous you know what i said when i saw that uh picture jerry i went like this <laughs> as i was you know going through instagram no you weren't doing a punch in an awe <laughs> i just whistled like that yeah Oh, oh, you yeah. saw them on Instagram? You follow Paulina Gretzky on Instagram? I do not. I, I saw the article, and it linked it to her Instagram. Oh, I see. And since you're logged in... Yeah. What other what other photos did you just... Well, she hasn't, been, she hasn't been all that uh, active on Instagram for a while, so this was almost like a return to Instagram for her. Wow. And, uh, with a nude, albeit covering up her private areas. How is your OnlyFans uh, site going? <laughs> I do not have an OnlyFans site. Oh, you don't? You're not showing your bare ass? I've thought of it. I've, uh, I don't know what to charge. <laughs> is that a butt or is that bone? <laughs> <laughs> butt on bone action. <laughs> you, th- I, you know a picture I came across? I was scrolling through um, my Google Photos yesterday because I was yeah. looking for a couple of team pictures from 2015. And I came across from, I, I forget if it was 17 or 18, whatever, I guess it was probably 2018, the picture you took with my younger son where we were comparing the thickness of your thighs. Oh, yeah. We did a thigh contest. At the time, my son was eight. His right. thigh is thicker than yours. A little bit. <laughs> He's a thick-thighed kid you got over there. He's an athlete. <laughs> it's actually very funny. I am not an athlete. Uh, well, I mean, you were a softball player. That's true. That took a ball to your shin, and that was the end of that. Deep bone bruise. Hey, did you see, real quick, did you see, so they're telling everybody not to travel for the holidays? Yeah. Do not travel. Do not get together with your family. Do not eat chicken. I mean, turkey. Do not eat ham. Do not have sweet potatoes. Do not have stuffing or potatoes. But did you see- A lot of rules. Did you see the photographs in the airports this weekend? Packed. (laughs) We're over it. They are packed. It's enough. How about this? There was a bar in South Florida. 
they decided, you know, when all this pandemic things began, they weren't going to open because they didn't think they could do it safely. So they decide this week, you know what? As you just said, it's enough. We're going to open. Masks have to be worn. <laughs> no one put a mask on. They were shut down 24 yeah. hours oh, in. You know, photos. People are literally shoulder to shoulder in the morning. Yeah. This is like, uh, by the way, they told us like uh, yesterday or two days ago, no traveling on Thanksgiving. We've already made plans. We're going. People are going. Where are you going? St. Bart's? No, I'm just going to go to my sister's house. Oh, because that's where the Gretzky's are. That's where that's, uh, oh, St. Bart's, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I'll go to my sister's house. I'm going to have turkey, and I'm going to have stuffing, and I'm going to have a pumpkin pie there and you go. cookies. I'm going to do it all. Enjoy yourself. Uh, 004 on Twitter says, my wife and I lived on the Upper East Side, 76th Street, about two years ago. We woke up one morning to about 15 rats crawling all over the kitchen counter. Oh, no. We never slept another night in that apartment, and it was pricey. I'm sure it was. I mean, it's disgusting. I mean, you're talking about apartments that cost literally tens of thousands of dollars a month. Yeah. I mean, it's just disgusting. Yeah, the I, rats just running rampant, Jerry. I could not imagine. I could not imagine. And I had a friend of mine who his first apartment, now he moved into a much nicer apartment in Manhattan, apartment in Manhattan after this, which I cannot believe he stayed in Manhattan. He now he since lives in Jersey again. But his first apartment, he moved in, was all excited to move in. He was there about two or three months, had to go on a business trip for three days, left on a Monday morning, got back Wednesday night. When he opened the door on the Wednesday night, the, the the rats were basically hiding under his bed. They're like, we live here now, there sir. There were tons. He got out. They came. They sprayed. Now, he signed a lease, so he called the landlord. They sprayed. They got them out, and he couldn't wait for that lease to be over. I'm like, you stayed? He's like, there was nothing I could do. He yeah, stayed for the stay. one year and then gone. But just, oh, my God. I, I don't know. How could, you, how could you ever go barefoot in the, in the apartment again? I don't. I won't know how he would sleep because I'd I feel wouldn't. like a rat was going to run across my chest. Exactly, my big barreled chest. Exactly right. I don't know why this came up this weekend, Jerry, but it did. So I'll uh, share this with you because uh, the Washington football team, uh, you, you thought they were going to switch their names to Warriors, but now this the latest article has just a handful of names. Warriors not among them. Well, the one issue with Warriors, I believe, is that that guy's got it trademarked. Oh. Head. One of the hundred that he trademarked. I've got Washington Red Tails. Don't care for that. Washington Red Wolves. That's okay. Washington Football Why Team. Why not just the Washington Wolves? Or the Washington Football Club. Go soccer style. Yeah, I don't like either. I don't like the, the Washington Football Team thing. Sounds ridiculous to me. I guess they put red in front of everything because it kind of reminds you of the old team. Yeah, we don't need to do that. Red Wolves? Well, how come they're not the Red Warriors? I don't know what that means. Maybe I don't either. Think it You're also saying they put like red in front of skins. everything. I just think the just red go with the, the Washington Wolves, the Washington Warriors, just whatever. Or I don't like Washington football team. I really don't. I like that they don't have a logo on their helmet, just a number. It's something different at least. I think it looks – see, that's the thing about it. It looks good. Like the the, the logo that they're – well, not logo. The, the colors that they've kept, I agree with you, the number on the helmet. Like it looks like the same team. You've got, you know – just the city. That's a, you could even just go with Washington football. The Washington football. No, just you don't have to go with the. Just Washington football. Washington football. I don't know. The Washington football team sounds stupid. Who do you like tonight, Jerry? Straight up. I'm not talking about any points. 
you had to put the money down straight up. Rams, Buccaneers in Tampa. Monday night football. I, you know, I think I, I, think I would go with Tampa. I, the Rams have been unimpressive to me this year. Is that right? Up and down, like not consistent? Yeah, yeah just very nothing, uh, nothing impressive. All right. Now, the Bucks have been very unimpressive in prime time, and it's been a focus prime for them, time. so I expect them to play well tonight. Well, maybe you've heard this, though, Jerry. This uh, week they practiced at night in order to be ready for prime time. Now are you more likely to take the Buccaneers? I just took the Buccaneers before you told me that. Hmm. So how could I, I be more likely to do what I was going to do? Right. You were already taking them. You, you didn't hear me, did you? I just hear you. I, I feel like say, you just... Do you feel more confident knowing that they no. practiced at night no, I feel preparing good to play them. in the dark? Because I don't think that matters. I don't right. think the fact that it's dark out matters. Tom Brady, if I'm at last check, <laughs> yeah. has won a lot of championship games at night. He's played some games at night He's over the years. He's played a few, yeah, handful. just a couple. So, no, I, I still feel as confident as I was before you told me that. Okay, so still the same. So Still the same. Are you concerned at all about Tua Tagovailoa out of Alabama? As far as uh, are you concerned he's not going to be the quarterback we all expected? Well, I've never thought that he was going to be a great quarterback in the NFL. Really? Yeah, I mean, I, listen. Ten years from now, we'll we'll know if I was right or wrong. But no, what if he I, played a lot of night games and didn't practice and got night? traded to Tampa, yeah, then what? Then would that'd you really say? be a problem. No, I, I don't I'm like, not. I'm not a believer in Tua. Not yet. I don't like benching guys during games when you're not like like the Dolphins aren't winning the Super Bowl this year, right? So you got to let the guy stay in the game and hang can, in there and. Let him learn. I completely Let agree. him learn. You're throwing Fitzy out there. I didn't think that was a great idea. Now, had they won the game, you might change your mind perhaps, I guess, because you could sit yeah. there and say, well, the division's in front of us and you never know. But they didn't win. As close as they got to tying it, they didn't. So I'm with you. I would have left the kid in. They didn't. Move on. Now they got to make a decision for next week. And listen, I love Fitz. I love that guy coming in because he's a, he's a competitor. He is. He's got the beard. He gets fired up to come in, and he would, that would have been awesome if he would have come back and win the game. Almost did. Just for Justin Fitzy. Simmons, I think, was the one that picked him off. Beautiful interception in the Justin end Justin Simmons. I believe that's who it was, yeah. The I best so. pick of the day was the Joe Flacco pick. Because that was <laughs> – I mean, the guy picked it off at like the three-yard line. And just waltzes into the end Walked zone. right in. All right, final break. And Dole Flacco, as you said, just – when we come back, we'll wrap things up and then wrap we'll get up. you to Boomer and Geo. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, a couple more minutes till we get you to Boomer and Geo at the top of the hour. Jets lost their 0-10. Chiefs won last night. Giants were off. You've got the Bucks and the Rams tonight. What else, Al? How did the Jets also, this kind of went, you know, under the radar because they lost on their 0-10 and, and no one cares. They missed two extra points. Yeah, most of them is one. They missed two. Sam Ficken. That's right. How does that happen? A well, beautiful field, not, no weather. Not a chip shot anymore. It's not? Was it from the 25-yard line? Uh, the extra point is now 30, what is it, 33 yards or 20? 33? Yeah. What, it used to be, like 20? It used to be, well, it used to snap it at the two-yard line. Oh. So it would be like a 19-yarder. Ah. Or a 20-yarder. Why did we decide to make that more Bill difficult? Bill Belichick to make it more of a competitive play. He wanted it that way? Yeah, and it's true because I think the extra point was like a 99% yeah. um, conversion rate, and now it's less. I hate when a team misses an extra point. It throws off the whole scoring thing. Cowboys like, had one blocked yesterday. Their first touchdown extra point was blocked. Mm, and you're right, 6 mm, nothing. It's like, oh, come on. 
I was uh, I watched a lot of that Cowboy uh, Vikings game because I was thinking about about both you and Gio watching it and how excited you were each during your team's like you know, various it's nice drives. As a Cowboy fan, yeah. their last two games is exactly the type of team I thought they'd be. <laughs> You know, the game against the Steelers, they play, they lost, but they played well. It's Hunger Thon 2020 all day tomorrow.